Hello, folks, and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. My name, of course, is Gavril. This is my good buddy, Chris, right over here. Hello. Our other co-host, Mr. Kevin, is out for the week once again. Because he's a slacker. Because he is indeed a slacker. We still love you, Kevin. Uh, though you are a bad person for leaving us alone, because you know no good ever comes out of leaving us alone. We do a lot of stupid shit. A lot of stupid shit, exactly. Uh, so last week, we completely forgot to record a show. And then we completely forgot to mention that we weren't recording a show. Uh, because we're bad people. But that's okay. I still love me for who I am. I don't love me, but you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, too. Uh, but the week before that, we did talk about catch-up mechanics. Uh, and what we didn't talk about was how in my head that kind of sounds like how you get VD. Uh, <laughs> but I was afraid to mention it because I thought they would say it would sound stupid. And it does sound stupid when you say it out loud. A little bit, it's, yeah. It's, it's okay, though. It's okay. Uh, this week, though, we're talking about a topic that's got a little bit of a broader uh, thrust to it. Uh, we're going to talk about cross-promotional events, uh, Blizzard game launches, how the company has evolved in that respect, all because Kevin's not here, and we get to decide on whatever the hell show we want to do this week. Yes, and we want to have a show that we talk about all the Blizzard IPs, not just World of Warcraft. And that's exactly okay by me. Uh, so with that, we're going to jump right into the show. Uh, and of course, I'm going to not do anything stupid this week because thinking of something witty for this transition is actually a lot harder than it seems. He's not very witty. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. So, hey, Chris, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well, honey. Um, we killed Gildan. Hey, you're 1010 heroic. Now you got to start 10, Mythic. 1010 heroic. Fuck that. I, I, <laughs> I used to do Mythic reading back in Pandaria. It was a lot oh. of fun. But it was essentially, I, I was I was working with World of Warcraft. I wasn't playing World of Warcraft, so I don't want to do yeah. that ever again. Um, like top tier rating is is a second job. It really can yeah. be a second job. I've done top tier rating since Wrath, uh, mm -hmm. Wrath, Cataclysm, Pandaria. I was uh, clearing heroic at the time, and then Mythic uh, when Siege got its update. But no, I don't want to ever do that again. Not and I'm okay with me. that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. I'm, I, it's like I, I can't go back to the hardcore rating thing anymore. It really doesn't work for me at this point in my life. When you're working five days a week in your real life job, and then you have to come home and you pretty much just play World of Warcraft to get materials, to get more gear, to get food, flasks, and then just raid for like nine hours, ten hours a week. No, nope. I'm done. Nope. I don't okay. need a part time job. I, I'm, I'm okay with what I do right now. Yeah. Uh, anything else interesting go on for you? Uh, here's in the storm. Ooh. Yep, 2.0. We're going to dive a little bit into that this week. Uh, talk a little bit about the 2.0 launch and things like that. I, I, you, We all sat around and had a lot of fun just opening loot boxes. We had so many goddamn so loot boxes. so many legendaries. We well, did. We did. Bo both of my accounts had five veteran loot chests, and you get a guaranteed legendary in each of those chests. So I got mm -hmm. a minimum of five legendaries per account. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it worked out, whereas like I got twenty legendaries on my European account and like fifteen on my US account, so I got a ton. I aggressively re-rolled my veterans in my epic chests, like aggressively re-rolled. I spent like fifteen thousand gold re-rolling. I was there when you were doing it. Trust me, I know. I know, I know. I I, I very aggressively did that, and Bijan was like, "Well, I, I I rolled differently on this," and it's like, "You're a dumbass, Bijan, for wasting this all, wasting all your gold on re-rolling these other chests and not your veteran chests." It, the reason I didn't re-roll as much is just because I still don't have all the heroes, and I want all yeah. the heroes. So I'm I'm gonna use my gold to get heroes, so I don't have to buy them and shit. So. Yes. I, I, it's like, I, 
I got a really good value out of the Mega Bundle, so I was okay with rerolling aggressively. I didn't have I I I literally it literally wouldn't let me buy a Mega Bundle in my European account because I already own all the heroes. Mm-hmm. So I I just I didn't get a Mega but Bundle. You still but you still got the hundred gems for free. <laughs> I got the gems, so I got to like do stuff with the gems, but it's, it's uh I bought a I bought a loot chest. <laughs> Woo. Woo. <laughs> so what else has been up in uh Casa del Akari? Uh, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto Online actually. I got back into that. A lot of fun. I love that game. We've added a lot of new... Uh we we don't speak about that. That's not a Blizzard IP, I so we can't fuck. we're you, not you talk uh, about we're not Magic a... the Goddamn Gathering. I'm gonna talk about Grand Theft Goddamn Auto, okay? Okay, 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 <laughs> don't need to get so aggressive about it, it's alright, we I'm don't need to be aggressive about this. I'm a independent gay man who will do as he pleases. It's okay, okay. You, can, you you do you, baby, you do you, okay? Uh, I love GTA, we killed all the hookers possible, then we went to the strip club and killed all the strippers, that was fun. Sounds a little <laughs> aggressive, a little bit aggressive, but that's okay, that's we who have, you are. We, we have a rule, if we get five stars, we go to the strip club and annihilate all the strippers, so that's what we did. We got five stars, and we killed all the strikers. I don't see the problem in this. All right, we're going to go ahead and go to my <laughs> week now. That's a little weird. That's just a little, little, that's a little dark. That's a little bleak. Um, that's, uh, that's the, the, the impending entropic, uh, heat death of the universe right you there. You obviously never watched Smosh games and Grand Theft Smosh. Nope, I have not, because I hate YouTube, and I hate YouTubers. That's fair enough. That's Okay. Uh, there's only a couple of them that I can actually uh, enjoy, and it's mostly uh, because they're cringe-inducing, like Asmongold. I like Asmongold because he's cringe-inducing, but then he's still you should hilarious. Probably, you should probably look at Smosh Games because Joven Shire is the most cringe-inducing person on the planet. I, I, I don't know if I can take that much cringe. Um, so I've been doing a lot of... I've still, I'm still playing 7.2 uh, with WoW. I'm having a lot of fun with that. Uh, I'll, I'll In a second, I'll talk about why I'm enjoying that. Uh, Hearthstone, I'm still trying to find the deck that clicks with me. Like, I love the Murloc. I love Murloc quest uh, shaman, but it's like I'm still trying to find that one that clicks. I got the Crystal Caverns quest. I opened that out of a pack, so I, I was doing... I've been doing Quest Rogue, uh, but it seems like the people have finally figured out the ways to beat that, which is just pure aggro, which, hey guys, congratulations, you didn't want aggro, and you fucking built around beating aggro, and then it's like, oh, hey, it's a brand new meta, it's great, we're not going to have to deal with aggro anymore, and guess what, it's, you have to play aggro unless, you know, you're playing a pure control deck like Taunt Warrior or uh, one of the Priest variants. I don't like so, new meta. I'm okay with the new meta. I, I would love... Because right now it seems like there's a lot more openness to the... Um, there's a lot more openness in what options you have. Uh, it's not just Pirate Warrior straight through. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm not certain. I, I'm not completely sure, sure what I'm going with, how I'm going to enjoy this. So I'm, I'm still trying to figure it all out. I like more of a control kind of pace rather than just mm-hmm. everyone having to go aggro all the time yeah and i'm okay with that i i understand that i i actually like aggressive i like aggressive metas uh just because like coming from magic i i've always played like very aggressive decks you know aggressive decks with like a control kind of variant towards it so uh that's more of like a mid-range sort of deck this is where my Um, childness comes in coming from digimon (laughs) 
Jesus Christ. We, it was more control and just have to have more power-ups and shit. Yeah, it's with, with me, it's always been like, have some hard removal, but have, you know, a hard-hitting early package. That's why I really liked Jade Shaman. I, I, I loved, you know, uh, Aggro Shaman in the last meta because it had, like, a strong mid-game package involved in it with the jade package but it also if you were running water package you were running pirates it was also a very strong aggressive deck that you know you could win on turn five you could win on turn five with it but if you needed to you could go a little long with with your lightning bolts your lightning storms your jade lightnings things like that um so i i, I love that uh and it, i'm still sad that that's gone uh i cannot bring myself to play it in wild because i don't want to be a bad person and i don't want to make people hate the game yeah but no i understand okay. that that's um heroes of the storm i'm still playing uh i'm finding it hard to find the motivation though it's like some days i can't bring myself to just log into heroes and i don't know why here's the thing for me heroes and overwatch specifically those are just two of the games that i do not enjoy playing them on my own i like having at least one other person there so that we can banter back and forth while we're playing mm -hmm. and it also gives us a bit more control over the composition of our team Especially yeah. in heroes, because if you've got the two people or even the three people, you've got the, you've got a bit of control, right? Well, we'll go tank and healer. We'll keep us alive. You guys just kill shit, or right? We've got tanks and healers. We'll burst the hell. Out. We got a bit of control if you've got someone to work. With. You you can build a little bit more of an idea into your meta comp, and exactly. and then part of that is part of the reason why I don't play Overwatch or heroes all that much sometimes is because it's so driven by the meta comp. I like. If I'm playing by myself, that's fine, because I can always figure out ways to play around the meta. If I'm playing a game like a 5v5 or an asymmetrical uh, PvP game or a straight PvP game, I, I it's difficult to play around the meta with mm -hmm. a group team like that because yeah. like if i'm playing hearthstone it's like it's 1v1 i can i can go okay well i can i can tech into lyra priest or i can tech into a purify priest because of the, what i'm running into um or i can play aggro murloc shaman and just flood the board and just go ha you 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 deleted all my characters from the board guess what here's megafin boom um i can do stuff like that but when i'm playing in a 5v5 game it's like I feel like I have to be a slave to the meta. Like, when I'm playing with other people, I feel like I have to be a slave to the meta because they're going to want to find more joy out of the game. By the way, I genuinely hate that the hearth, that the Shaman quest card is a Murloc Shaman card. You have It's, it's the most annoying thing on the planet. Uh, it's better that it's Murloc and it's, it's Shaman and not Paladin because Pal Murloc Paladin was actually a thing, and it has been a thing in various other metas in Hearthstone. I just hate um, Murlocs. I fucking love Murlocs. Murlocs are one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite deck archetypes, and one of I, my favorite tribes. I people who play Murloc anything, you can die in a fire, or you, or Thank as, you. or as you would say, you can lose your fingertips in an industrial accident. Yes, yes, I would say that. Um, so the reason I'm enjoying seven point two, I just single-handedly crashed the market for old war potions on my server group, and I could not be happier about it. He told me a story before before we started recording. It's, it's I, amazing. I told the story to Chris before we started recording. <laughs> I, and when you know we were getting our uh, pre pre show notes built up and ready to go, um, so I have been trying to make a little bit of extra money on my alchemist, who uh, was my second was my alt, my primary alt. Um, 
And so I was making some old war potions and some flasks, and I was just selling them on the auction house. I was either cutting by like a couple of copper apiece, just, you know, get them out there, get them listed. Um, there were like two or three people that I'm guessing are running like auctioneer or auctionator, and they're just constantly running scans and relisting their uh, auctions, or they're running scripts, whatever, uh, and just constantly relisting their auctions and undercutting anybody who posted. And I'm figuring what they're doing is they're buying out everybody that undercuts past a certain point and then relisting them at their price point and then, you know, canceling their undercut auctions and then reposting them back at the original point. Well, I don't like that. And because they were undercutting me by significantly more than I was undercutting them. So I got very salty and very frustrated. Aggressive. Uh, so I, and aggressive. I'm always aggressive, though. Uh, I went out and I farmed for like three hours. I farmed Fjarn Skaggle, Starlight Rose, and uh, Foxflower. Which, mind you, I don't have uh, rank three on any of those. I, I, in fact, I don't even think I don't think I even have like rank two on like Fjarn, like Foxflower or Fjarn Skaggle. Did you get rank three on any of those? No, I still didn't even get rank three. I that's farmed... the worst thing. <laughs> that's the worst thing ever. Um, I've got rank three Old War though, so. Not too bad. Uh, so I went out and I farmed for like three hours, and I went back. I stood in town. I bought a shitload of vials, and I crafted like 1,500, 1,700 old war potions. Uh, and then I just started listing them in the auction house uh, and stacks of five, uh, undercutting everybody else by like 25%. And whenever they sold, I would just relist them at that price point. Sold, relist them at that price point. Sold, relist them at that price point. And so I, I posted like 1,700. 1700 uh potions of old war and uh all of a sudden you see people starting to undercut me on the auction house and i'm just like oh well that's what you get assholes you want to really screw me over that bad i am going to go nuclear on you every single time i will just i i will absolutely end you and i will destroy the market just to get back at you and so yeah i was quite happy with that um We've gone long on news just because I really wanted to get that anecdote out there because I anecdote. I love I loved that story I love that story just because I'm involved in it a little bit of a narcissist there he loves it just because he's a dick in it you, well I'm a dick in everything so that's just me that's Gav boom um. Yeah. So let's get out of the news for right now. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about listener feedback. We have had like no interactions and that's sad. You all don't love us and that's okay. Well, in I, fairness, I, we are horrible. We are horrible people and we are a very tiny podcast with absolutely no sponsors and absolutely no uh, SEO. So yeah. Uh, if you like us, tell us you like us because we don't know otherwise. Um, so we had no interactions on Twitter. Uh, we had no Gmail interactions, which I really think we just need to get rid of the Gmail interactions at this point, because I don't think we've ever gotten a single email in, like, six months. If we're getting stuff, uh, it's usually through Twitter, so I'm okay with that. I like Twitter. It's generally through, Twi it's generally through Twitter. Twitter's okay. Um, I know you did have a shout-out that you wanted to give out this week, uh, I wanted to talk very. I wanted to talk very briefly about Con Before the Storm. So for people who are not aware, uh, Con Before the Storm is an event that happens yearly at Blizz just before BlizzCon, the Thursday before BlizzCon. This year will be the fifth uh, Con Before the Storm. Kevin and I were there last year helping out, volunteering, uh, doing a lot of stuff with the guys that run Combo for the Storm, and we'll be there again this year at Combo for the Storm. Uh, so if you are going to BlizzCon and you are, you know, interested in hanging out with fellow gamers before the convention, you know, nerding out, talking about what we think's going to happen at BlizzCon and stuff like that, 
then come down. We're at the Hilton Hotel, uh, which is just across from the the the, the, the Anaheim Convention Center. Uh, it'll be on Thursday, the second of November. I believe the show usually kicks off at five o'clock local time. Uh, mm-hmm. That might be a little different. I'll let you know if it does change. But come or, come come to Gone Before the Storm. Have a lot. It's a lot of fun. If you want more information on Gone Before the Storm, they have a website and a Kickstarter. It's www.conbeforethestorm.com. Uh, so yeah. Um, and I of of course we know. Roe is gonna be there. He's yep. he's he's involved in it very heavily. I, um, I actually met Roe for the very first time face to face because we've known each other for quite a while. I met him for the first time face to face at Calm Before the Storm. We had a little interview. It was awesome. So yeah. Um, I, uh, our buddies over at Hopscast are gonna be over. Uh, I believe most of them are gonna be yep. there this guys, year. Guys, guys from the Sundering, they're the ones that actually run it. They're there every year. So uh, I think uh, uh, the guys from Blizzard Watch are there usually. Um, the uh, I think Scott Johnston was there last year. That or he was and, in the Wildhead one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they might have been the Wildhead one. And I know that uh, they've got a lot of uh, stretch goals and a lot of other stuff that they're trying to get done. Uh, I know they're trying to work with A Move TV and some of the other uh, some of the other major podcasting forces within the Blizzard sphere. Well, in, reg- on, uh, in regards mm-hmm. to funding, they are one hundred percent funded for the basic stuff. So they're just trying to get stretch goal stuff now. Uh, so if you do want, which wanna... that includes like the A move TV stuff and yeah. things like so that. So if you so. do want to donate, they have a Kickstarter. Everything's linked through conbeforethestorm.com. So make sure you check that out. Awesome! I love to hear that, and I love to hear us talking about other people. Uh, that's not us because that just makes me sad. Um, so news this week. I'm going to go ahead and talk this week's news because Mr. Kevin is not here. Uh, so this week we have got Time Walking Wrath of the Lich King available. Of course, that still has the same quest you're going to pick up from. I believe it's Archmage Tamir. Yep. Uh, yeah, Archmage Tamir from uh, right inside out of. Right outside of Violet Hold, he's of course going to give you the quest to do five time walking dungeons. Uh, with completion on those, you will get a piece of Nighthold raid gear plus a uh, seal of Twisted Fate and some order resources, I think, uh, or gold or it's, something. It's, it's order all resources or artifact power. I can't remember which. <clears throat> I think it might be artifact power. I don't remember. I haven't done my time walking dungeons in a I while. I need to go do them this week. Uh, our boss up this week is Sharthos. Uh, that is going to be the dragon out in Valshara. I think he might have a piece of somebody's hidden artifact. I'm not positive. I don't remember. Uh, because it's not my it's not my artifact, so I don't care. Um, now we do also have the Nether Disruptor up. Uh, currently in the U.S., I think it's still up. I'm not positive. So there is an extra world boss available in the North American region. I haven't logged um, in a while in four days. I could tell you what's up in Europe. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell you if it's still up or not because I actually wasn't really paying attention. I could just open up the Legion app right now, but I'm not going to uh, because I want to focus on my show, goddammit. Uh, and we do have a mini holiday that started up yesterday. It is Volunteer Guards Day. It's actually a lot of fun. I will say I, I, ha- I logged in a while to try this. I, I did say I will say that. It's actually a uh, lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. So basically, you just show up to any guard in your one of your major cities. I think it's just Stormwind and Orgrimmar, or is it all the major cities? All major cities, whatever guard all major you choose. Cities. So you go, you show up, you salute them, and then they will deputize you as a volunteer guard for the day. Uh, it's not actually volunteer guard for the day. The buff lasts until you zone into an instance. Uh, it lasts, it persists through death, persists through transformations, persists through everything, as long as you don't zone into an instance. And even if you do zone into an instance, you can just re-salute them and get your buff back. It does not reset. Yeah, you uh, don't lose any credit for what you're doing. 
Yep, so you show up and you salute and you get your buff and then city invaders will spawn. They're not very hard. You just kill a bunch of them. You get various levels to the buff for each uh, each rank tier you reach on them. Uh, and uh, there's no benefit, no bonus whatsoever to doing this. Uh, it's just something fun that you can go out and do for a little bit. If you're one of those people that likes mindlessly killing hookers and Grand Theft Auto, this is for you. Just like him. Uh, I think that's also a sign of a sociopath, too. But, I mean, that's beside the point. Um, so, there's not really a whole lot more going on right now. Um, I know there was... I think we're on the second week of Arathi Blizzard? I believe so, yeah. I think it's the second week of Arathi Blizzard, but I'm not positive. You'll, you'll forgive me. I have not been playing as much. I have been sitting in the auction house and destroying markets for the last week and a half. So I've been working. Um, I'm... Yeah, he's been working. I'm not positive in, in, entirely what's going on right now. Um, I'm not even certain how many fingers I have, because I think I might have uh, lost one or two just pressing the button to post auctions all day long. Um, so what's going on next week, Chris, uh, starting in, you know, two days, uh, three days? Well, it's, it's like one of my favorite uh, events, because you get to kill children. It's oh, uh, Children's Week! Yay! You don't get to kill children <laughs> in Children's Week. Uh, oh, this is oh, not that, Thomas... This is not Thomas Swift, okay? We are is, not is, going to eat the poor. Is that not what happens? Jonathan Swift. Sorry. Tom, I, why did I say Thomas Smith? Thomas Smith's, uh, Thomas A. Smith's electric rifle. Yeah, whatever. Sorry, I had taser on the brain. Uh, you were saying. Oh, I thought that's what happened. Okay. Um, well, uh, Children's Week, you get to take some children around. Uh, I think there's the Vanilla Children. You've got the Burning Crusade Children. There's different story arcs. They're the, the same since... And the Learn Burning Crusade, you can get some bits and bobs from it. Not much, but it's if you've never done it, it does you know show you a little bit about what's going on in the world. Um, and wasn't there a um, isn't think, is don't you get like a curious Wolvar pup or a curious Oracle? Yeah, there's some pets you from can, Wrath. Yeah, from no, no. Wrath. I mean, I mean, it's like the that's like the yeah, that's like the Children's Week for Wrath. I think, I think it's think. the Oracle and the Wolvar guys and Sholazar. Yeah. No? yeah, from Sholazar. Yeah, I think that any, I think you can escort one of them around i don't remember though to be frank um and for the for like since cataclysm karen karen uh bloodhoof's been you know set, set on fire every year so that's happening again <laughs> okie dokie um what else we got battleground bonus event so it's time workers this week we've got battlegrounds next week if you want to just level up your battlegrounds you get additional honor so if you want, if, if you're still shooting for your hidden artifact appearance, prestige, uh, that that yeah. tent for your pers uh, well, actually, yeah, the hidden artifact appearance period hitting level fifty for the first time. Mm -hmm. So battleground bonus week next Wednesday or Tuesday, respectively, depending on the US and Europe. Uh, jump in and get it done. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and we've also got what else? War song scramble PvP brawl. Now, if I'm correct, this is the one where you can cap flags even if you don't own your flag. I believe they changed that. I was looking through some of the notes on this on MMO Champion when I was writing this a couple of days, when I was writing uh, the next week events a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. um, and it said that there's like three flags up at a time, I think now. So okay. like all the flags are up at once and then there's various buffs scattered throughout the uh, scattered throughout the field. Interesting. That actually sounds quite fun. So, uh, it sounds fun, more sounds fun than, you know, just hell. demon hunters. It sounds more fun than like demon hunters all day long, which is what it was going to be for Warsong Scramble. Well, I'm a demon hunter, so I approve. So of that. you don't care. Yeah. Um. So we did have a dev Q and A yesterday. Which uh, I'm Ian quite happy about this one. 
yeah, we had Ian. Oh, we had Ion. Ian. Ian. He hates being called Ion. Ion. Don't do that to him. Ion. Ion has Kos, 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 Greek name. Um, <laughs> Ian did a uh, <laughs> Ian did a dev Q and A yesterday. I don't remember who his other who the other person with it him was. was. Lore. It's always lore. it was lore. Okay, so it's it was it was lore. It was always lore. It's always lore. Um, so Ian and Lore did a. Uh, Dev Q and A yesterday. Uh, they answered some questions. They went, they went kind of in depth about some of the stuff. Uh, they did tell us specifically, you know, it's like, hey, we're not gonna see any class based Q and As anytime soon. Uh, that's going to, because uh, they they specifically don't want to alienate the other eleven spec, eleven classes that exist, which I am totally okay with. Yeah, I, I, totally, I like the totally fact okay that they're not gonna be focusing specifically on one class. If they do like a class design one, that's great. Mm-hmm. But if they focus like, okay, priest Q and A, go. That's that's not. Yeah. That, that's alienating so much of the community. It's it's not. And that kind of that kind of rolls into one of the other points they made is that they feel like they may have gone a little overboard with spec identity. A little bit. A little they may bit. have gone just a shade over with the spec identity versus uh versus the class identity. You know, hunters losing their traps. To survival. Yeah. I'm still pissed off that that even happened. I know it's been reverted and we've got we've got our traps back, but I'm still pissed off that even happened. Yeah, that was <laughs> a thing that happened, and yeah, that kind of sucked. Um, so some of the stuff they did talk about was um, Tomb of Sargeras, 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 Sargeras. I'm gonna do that every week, by the way. Uh, so Tomb is tentatively slated for mid to late July, June. June. I said July. Mid to late June. Tomb is tentatively slated for mid to late June. Which, which is okay. Is, that's the sex month. Which is tier. great. Yeah. So we've got we've got that's that's a relatively short tier, all things considered. Mm, it's, a, it's a good size for for any raid tier. Six months is a solid right, okay, we're hitting the point where people are gonna start getting bored of it. Let's move on. That's so that's good. Exactly. And you know, they do they do still they are still, of course, releasing content between the raid tier so yeah. you know there's still they it might not be amazing or huge content like they specifically talked about with 7.2 a little bit further into the discussion where they kind of had to specifically right here so uh gate during everything. late in the gate everything but late in the ptr they realized that it felt that the broken shore felt kind of empty so they stepped up the speed at which the weekly steps release uh which regrettably is going to leave us some filler content in some of the weeks, like um, the Nether Shard one we did. What was it last week? I think mm-hmm. where it was a single quest where you showed up to Cadguard. It's like I need twenty five hundred Nether Shards. No more, no less. My calculations are precise. Oh wait, my calculations sucked. I actually only need one. Yeah, and that was the whole event. That was the did, whole week's content. Have you mentioned Alex and that? Oh god. <laughs> No, I have not. So, we've got a buddy. We got a buddy who was as Owl, who we do talk about quite often, uh, every so often on the show. Uh, and he was like, hey guys, I got a problem. I think I found a quest bug. And we're, we're like, oh, well, crap, what's going on, dude? And he's like, uh, well, Cadgar told me he needs 2,500 shards. And 
I went and I did it. I get I gained the twenty. I got I farmed twenty five hundred shards and I came back and I gave and I tried to get it into him and I still have twenty five hundred shards. What's wrong? I'm like read the fucking quest. Did you not read the goddamn quest? <laughs> oh, no. no, I just clicked through. I'm like, dude, read the fucking quest next time. He says he only needs one. He's gonna give you the rest back, jackass. <laughs> so poor Alex. I'm calling him out and calling him a jackass on uh, our our super super popular podcast right here um and i'm sorry about that but you know sometimes things just have to be done it was really um it was really funny it really admittedly was very funny um so they did specifically mention that uh they're going to um that they're happy with the pathfinding requirements i'm not i felt like they could have added more um and i mean I think they did cut way too much off. Like, um, I, I mean, the invasion thing, yes, because of the random nature of the invasions, yeah, I, uh, that was a fair cut. That was a fair cut. I felt yeah. like they should have added more things in. Uh, like, that, like I think Ghostcrawler actually got asked that question. Like, are you happy with the Pathfinding to uh, Pathfinding two requirements? And he's like, no, I would have liked to have seen something else, like loot X number of chests or kill X number of rares on the broken shore, which are things that, you know, you are more in control of. The rare one, I think would have been really good. The chest one. There's so many nooks and crannies that are very difficult to get to without flying. Mm. Yeah. Or it could have been loot X number of shards or X number of Legion fall supplies or something like that. Oh yeah. Contribute X number of, uh, of war resources, something like that. Yep. Something like that, I think would have been better in my opinion. But I, I overall, I'm happy. I got my flying real early, yeah. so I, I've just again crashing markets left and right. Um, so uh, they did mention that they will on the, on the on the note of Legion Fall Supplies. They did mention that they are going to adjust building contribution requirements if engagement with the player base drops. But it so hasn't if, so far. It hasn't so far. They've mentioned they, they've mentioned that it, it's been it. fairly steady so far. So that's great. Um. Another thing they talked about was uh, Black Temple time walking, which is something that we're both really hyped for. Uh, they did specifically yeah. mention that Black Temple time walking is going to be tied to the Burning Crusade time walking event. Uh, so it's not going to be like the um, Molten Core one, where it was like a the one. the anniversary for Molten Core. Yeah. Uh, it is going to be tied to the time walking events. We don't know if it's going to be every single time walking event. They said it's going to be every Burning Crusade time walking event. I don't know if they're going to keep to that, but I hope they do. Uh, and they do hope to have raids for all of the future time walking events. So, Chris, real quick on that one, what would you like to see for uh, Wrath, Kata, Mists, Warlord? Uh, well, Wrath, Warlord's not yet. Wrath, Kata, or Mist? What would you like to see? Wrath, I want to see Old War. Mm-hmm. Cataclysm, I, I actually really enjoyed the Firelands. I would like to see the Firelands again. Mm-hmm. And Mists, I want to see Throne of Thunder again. I loved that raid. That was so fun, that raid. My list is uh, pretty similar. I'd love to have Old War back in. Uh, but at the same time, I could see how much fun it would be to have uh, Trial of the Crusader no, be, be it. Oh, yeah. Oh, the God. PvP brawl? The PvP fight? Oh, oh yeah. That that'd be hilarious that was, as hell. That, I, okay, as much as I hated that raid, that fight was actually very fun. And it required so much coordination out of your group. That would not be fun. No, wait, it would be because no. you have to, you have to pre-make you have your to group. Yeah, pre-make your group. Never mind. That so, would be really fun. It would be really fun. I'd love to see that, um, especially with all of the the challenge involved in that one. Uh, the coordination requirements for the Valkyr sisters and for Ice Howl, um, and just like the raw damage output. 
and the cooldown juggling required for uh, Anubarak. I would love to see that, That'd but uh, cool. at the same at the same time, I Old War. I would not be. I would not complain about Old War. I want. Um, I want to see. Old I War feel like we'll was... see ICC though. I feel like we're going to get ICC. We though. probably will. We probably will. I want to see. Despite Old the fact War... that ICC is way too big, I want to see Old War purely because it was the first raid I ever healed. I my mm. I got my priest up to a hundred no eighty at the time, um, and like the next day my raid leader said right two of our, one of our healers hasn't showed up Chris jump on that new priest you've got I'm like I just dinged it I don't care get up just go and yep. I already healed all of our other healers I was happy <laughs> I what I would love to see is that uh, for my alts if I can still complete uh, Shadowmourne credit. In the if if we ever got like if oh. it was ICC time walking if we could complete Shadow uh, Shadowmorn credit no then I definitely want Ulduar because I want to I want to complete Valinir credit that that's a valid point that's a valid point I definitely um, want that. <laughs> for Cataclysm um just because I that's because this was one of the first first raids I ever like seriously tanked and I was the main tank for uh, Dragon Soul despite the fact that everybody hates Dragon Soul because it took so goddamn long. It's, uh, it's, I loved Dragon Soul. I actually love Dragon, Dragon Soul. Dragon really Soul good. is left with the same bad taste that Siege of Orgrimmar was left with. It's not mm -hmm. a bad raid. It's just that it was a year of that raid. Yeah. Dragon Soul uh, also was very short. That was the other issue with it. It was a relatively short. It was a relatively short raid, um, but it had very tight requirements. Spine of Death Wind was harder than Madness. Yep. Uh, yeah, it had very tight requirements on certain fights, um, like having to leave, having to do certain combinations on uh, your Sage, mm. um, like certain color combinations. You said you had to do certain oh, color combinations for your Sage, depending boss, on your raid I? comp. Huh? He was the Skittle boss, wasn't he? He was. He was the Skittles boss. Yeah, he was Skittles. He was actually. I I I healed him. He was a lot of fun. He was a very fun fight. There were a lot of really fun fights in that in, in that one. Um, I felt honestly, I felt like Firelands was very short. Firelands. It was just very the, spread out. The biggest issue with Firelands feeling short was that the first six bosses were very very simple, and then you mm. hit Ragnaros, and he was a fucking brick wall that you couldn't get past um, without point to point coordination. Yeah, Ragnaros was um, so overly tuned, or the other ones were so under tuned. There was no real curve and difficulty. It was just first sex easy. Ragnaros is what the fuck. Yeah, um, and mists. You didn't do. I'm much gonna mist. get. I didn't get too much. I didn't do too much mists. I did tier one in mists. I did a little bit of like casual stuff before I quit for that most of that expansion. Um, I'm gonna get flame for this, but I actually liked Heart of Fear. That was the Claxi one, wasn't it? That was the Claxi. That was uh, the tier one Claxi for that. That was the, the the tier one, the first tier raid with Claxi. You know what? I actually no, liked I Heart of Fear. Because it, it was Mogashan Vaults, uh, Heart of Fear, I, and Terrace of Endless Spring. Those were the first tier. I yep. actually really, th I thought that was a really good tier. I thought it was very... Balanced. The, the, only, the only thing was that the very first boss, because Mogoshan Vaults was the first one that was released, the very first boss was a council fight. The Quailin the council fight, yeah. The first boss of a brand new expansion should never be a freaking council fight, because you're supposed oh, to that be was just getting back fun. into it. Oh no, no, the best part was it was a random council fight. Oh yeah, it was. Oh my god. Where the colors were randomized every week. 
That was that was their only mistake in that tier, in my opinion. That was their only. I don't mistake. feel like that was a mistake. That was fantastic. That was I felt like fun. that was fantastic. That was not fun. Um, so, uh, so uh, let's go ahead and go to the news. Uh, there's a million things we can talk about in the dev Q and A, and we're already 35 minutes into this show. Um, so, ju- breaking news also related to that in just a second. Um, so to this new thing that. Oh, excuse me. So this thing I'm going to talk about right now. Um, so Blizzard broke the World Quest Group Finder, which I was so happy about. I was bathing in tears for the last day. Uh, and they also broke all the other automated Group Finder add-ons, which I am just, I'm just absolutely thrilled about. I am just so freaking thrilled about it. It's so, so goddamn hilarious. Um, so, but then breaking news, uh, World Quest Group Finder has finally been updated to f- to follow the new requirements put into place because yeah. they didn't actually break group finder well, they, they broke, broke the one of the its function- current, current iteration they, they broke the add-on in its previous iteration because of how it worked yeah there was a it lot wasn't of them specifically breaking it out it wasn't them specifically breaking world crest group finder the add-on itself they broke one of the functionalities and one of the hooks that the add-on required to function, mm-hmm. but could be easily corrected, which they've already done. World Crest Group Finder has already put out an update to it, uh, and you it, it requires you to actually do something, because that was the problem. It was just all the random up and down dr- grouping, not grouping, and it, all this other junk. It created you have a lot to actually of server click a stability button. issues. Uh, according to Blizzard, it creates server stability. A lot of people don't believe it, but I, I believe that I it's accurate. I completely believe it. With all the flying, with all the flying that people are unlocking and all the new groups popping in and out, I believe it did create some server stability issues. I completely believe that it did. Um, you need to you need to remember that with the amount with the amount of phasing that the Legion zones themselves have baseline, because you've got cross realm groups. Plus, you've just got the fact that the whole game, the whole continent is just phased for the story as it is. Then adding all mm-hmm. these other dungeons and throwing people in and out with these groups, it's it's gonna mm-hmm. screw everything up. Yep. So uh, they broke it, but they've now uh, World Crest Group Finder has fixed the add-on. It now requires you to actually interact with the add-on. You have to actually click a button anytime you want to search or post a group. So I'm okay with that. I don't use World Crest Group Finder. I've never have. I don't find it to be that necessary. Uh, but uh, Chicken Little in the Sky has been falling for the last day and a half because people have been screaming out, I'm going to cancel my subscription. This I, is the only reason I did World Quests. I don't use World Quest Group Finder on my tanks, and I don't use them on my damage. I use it on my priest. And I use it on my shaman because they're both healers. I just always respect the damage. I don't like shadow. Quests. If I was doing both quests, I would just respect the damage. I don't like shadow. And I don't like elemental or enhancement. Not anymore. I used to like enhancement. I don't like it anymore. Well, you and I have an argument that we'll have another point then. Uh, we also have seen uh, some very heavy iteration on... Brewmaster and the discipline specs, they, they're they talking very heavily about them because I, I feel like those are probably two of the most underutilized specs in the game right now. Oh, 100%. Well, I've, I don't think I've ever actually seen a Brewmaster this expansion. I have, and I actually have had to heal Brewmasters. They're not... If they're played well, they don't require a lot of healing. But that comes from every and tank. Every tank, if played well, doesn't actually require you know, healing. With Brewmaster, it's even more. It's... If they know how to do brewmaster right if they can do brewmaster they are 
quite possibly one of the strongest tanks in the entire game. If, if you have a good brewmaster, they are beyond guardian druids. They're I was going to say, even prop considering They're bears? beyond prop paladins. They are better than bears. A good brewmaster, somebody who really knows what they're doing, I feel like is a better tank than a bear. The problem is, is that the the whole spec, much like discipline, is just John fucking Madden all day. Okay. It's just you're hitting like 16 million buttons at a time, and this the, the physical mechanical skill cap behind the class is so high, in my opinion. Right. Okay. So it's like That's just me, from back in the day. Yes, it's much. It is exactly John fucking Madden. That's why I said John fucking Madden. Have you never seen that image? No. Uh, it, I, I'll, I'll, I'll link it to you in a little bit, but it's a, it was a, uh, kitty DPS flowchart for Burning Crusade, I believe, or is Wrath, uh, and it was, are you the mangle bitch? Never if, seen Yes. Movie. If yes, haha, mangle bitch, have fun keeping that up. Are you not? Then you're DPS. And it's like, okay, stealth, hit this, hit this, hit this, and it's John fucking Madden. It's every goddamn skill ability they have, and it's just scribbled over. It's a reference you may not get because it's to a American uh, football, uh, a, a, an American football commenta- sports commentator. Okay. It's John fucking Madden everywhere! I it's hilarious. I probably won't get it, but I'll probably get, give, it a look, give it a try. It's all right. Uh, so they also uh, nerfed the tank spec uh, <laughs> artifact challenge for prop paladins. Prop paladins only because we suck. Yeah, I'm guessing they probably haven't seen really any prop paladins complete their. Uh, um, well, since the nerf, complete I've seen, their challenge. I've seen demon hunters do it. I've seen death knights do it. I've, I've even seen brewmasters do it. I've yet to see a paladin that I know do it. Uh, Once I hit like eight ninety or eight ninety five, I'm gonna give it a shot and see how it goes. I'm not saying that I've, I'm not saying the no paladins have done it, but I've not out of the prop paladins I know, and most of them are pretty good. I haven't seen them do it. Yeah, yeah. prop prop paladin was by far, and that's, this was a general consensus amongst most tanks that prop paladins by far had the hardest time with the uh, with the quest with the uh, spec challenge. So. Um, <clears throat> And that's under live. That's part of our live. Uh, that's a that's a live update. So that has been updated, I believe, already. Cool. Um, so, yeah, we've seen some PTR changes though. Just a little bit of stuff, uh, mostly related to uh, testing for Tomb. So, what do you want to you want to talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, uh, LFR Wing One for uh, Tomb of Sargeras has been available for testing as of the twenty eighth of April for the weekend. Uh, so if you do want to try out the first few bosses in Tomb of Sargeras in LFR, you can jump in onto the PTR. Everyone has a PTR account, and if you don't, you can just very quickly make one on your account management screen, and you can jump in and try some of the new bosses. Awesome. I may give it a shot. I probably won't, but I may, uh... I'd have to re-download uh... the PTR to do that, because I found my computer a couple weeks ago. I haven't haven't redone that yet. Well, I keep... I always keep the PTR up to date, so... Yeah, I'm not a chance though. <sighs> yeah. Um so I guess that's really covering most of the news. I mean, we're only 45 minutes in, so 43 minutes in. It's a good um, conversation though. 
it's a good it's been a good conversation we've had a really good talk about that 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 was uh we went a lot more into that than i anticipated we were going to um so this week we're kind of it's kind of a little nebulous topic we're just kind of going to freeform our way through this we do have a couple of small little notes we'll go over some of this at some point maybe but we're kind of talking about cross promotions uh cross promotions game launches uh things blizzard has done to drive engagement um and this whole topic really came about because of Heroes of the Storm 2.0. Yep. Um, and them j- dropping the Nexus challenge right off the bat. Um, uh, so this is... We're, we're currently in the second iteration of the Nexus challenge. Uh, the first iteration was in 2016. I want to say it was like October of 2016 or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, so it was like October or something like that. Maybe September. I don't remember. Um, but... In that, you played 30 games with a friend, and there were two separate tiers of rewards. You got some rewards at 15, which was the Oni Genji skin in Overwatch, Zarya Hero in Heroes of the Storm, uh, and some, uh, like, portraits and uh, pendants and things like that in Heroes. In the second tier, when you got 30 games, you got a shitload of heroes in... Heroes of the Storm. You got Leeming, you got Greymane, you got Oriole, you got Kerrigan. Uh, you got the Orochi Speeder Cycle mount in Heroes of the Storm. You got the... Um, and you got a 30-day stem pack. So it was a huge thing. It was a huge deal. We, you and I sat and just ran through bot games for like several hours burning through that, if I remember correctly. Yes, we did. Uh, we did that yes, for we did. most of the Heroes of the Storm ones, to be honest. Although, in fairness... The Nexus Challenge 2.0, which we'll be talking about in a minute, we've played normal games. We haven't done bot games because it's... Because it requires you to. Well, not yet. Week 1 doesn't require that. You can do it in bot games. This, uh, I, I, I'm not positive about that. I'm week 1 you can do it in bot it. games. Week 2 onwards, you have you can't do it in bot games. Okay. So, uh, version 2.0, which just launched this week? No, last week. No, this was it this week or was it last week? No, it was, uh, it was the 15th. Right? 25th. 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 Good lord. I, 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 I brain not good much. You have strength. Um, <laughs> so on the 25th, they launched Heroes of the Storm 2.0, which was a massive overhaul of the level system, of the loot system, of just about everything related to not being specifically in the game. I think the best way to also describe Heroes of the Storm uh, 2.0 is the accumulation of all the changes from launch through to now as well. Because we've had yeah. so many overhauls, the rank system, um, <clears throat> in-game UI, just so many heroes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were at, what, like 64 now, I 64, think? 62, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and they launched with, what, 50? Something like that, like 45, 50, something like that. So yeah, they, they've... they've, they've delivered really hard on all of the on on like delivering heroes on a timely basis um so we do also have the heroes 2.0 the hero the nexus challenge 2.0 that launched alongside heroes 2.0 uh in the 2.0 version there you it's five games a week for four weeks so you do a total of 20 games uh you have to do it with a friend just like the original one Mm -hmm. and there's varying rewards every single week so right now it's the Oni Genji skin. Yeah, it's essentially the rewards from version one point mm-hmm. without the heroes accumulated with. It. 
Um, or the stim pack. Or the stim pack. But I think the reason that this, but this week one you can do it on AI is because it's the same rewards as the last one. So they're giving it, mm. people who didn't do it last time an opportunity to get them. And people are so goddamn salty about that. That's not even funny. It's, it's not even funny. The there is so much this. rage. It's challenge. Get over it. Stop being a little bitch. They're like, oh, well, my skins and stuff aren't exclusive. Why are they not exclusive? They are exclusive. Blah, 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 blah. They're, they're giving out the skins for the Nexus challenge. It's the same fucking event, you pussy. I know. I know. It's okay. I know. I'm just answering the idiots. <laughs> I know. Um, so you're also going to get uh, the police officer diva skin for Overwatch uh, in subsequent weeks. Uh, we're going to get a bunch of loot boxes in Overwatch. We're going to get a bunch of loot boxes in Heroes. We're going to get... What's the other week? I forget. Uh, week three, we get uh, portraits. Uh, you get the the port the diva portrait with their badge, the cop diva portrait mm -hmm. in Heroes. Can't remember what you get in Overwatch. Um, mm -hmm. Couldn't tell you. And then week four, you get ten loot boxes in Heroes of the Storm and ten loot boxes in Overwatch. Um, so this is kind of like the culmination of all of Blizzard's cross-promotional events coming up to this point. Um, it's a free event in a free game where you're going to get some benefits in the game, but you also get some benefits in the stuff that's going to be in the other games too, which is absolutely, it is, which is great. And it's, it's something that Blizzard has been doing with more frequency. I was going to say, I think, I think the, the fact that Heroes is free is why we see a lot of these events rotating around Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, well, it's also because let's be let's be frank. We're gonna do real talk right here for a minute. Heroes of the Storm is not as popular as other multiplayer online battle arenas. It's not as popular as other Blizzard games either. Yes, it. it Heroes of the Storm is by far like a redheaded stepchild. Um, it's it's behind StarCraft Two. Let's put it that way. And StarCraft Two is not Heroes... is a popular game, Heroes... but it's not that popular heroes of the storm is the aquaman of the justice league yes uh this is this is the <laughs> it's the um it's the 1970s super friends version of aquaman not the current jason momoa i am a giant underwater god yeah. aquaman it's the original super friends aquaman that's what heroes of the storm is in relation to the other games yeah it's it's kind of the slow one it, it's that puppy that everyone's kind of worried it's about, the one that but it's still it's still lovable and adorable, and you want to give it a great home. But it's just like everybody, not everybody else sees it that way. You love and you care about it, but you also know that it's probably got a few diseases and should avoid it. It's probably got some problems, but you know what? <laughs> if you put some love and care and attention into it, it's gonna be great. All right. We are horrible people. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, but. That's really kind of one of the best ways to describe Heroes of the Storm. It is it is just this game that is great. I like Heroes. I don't play it as much as I want, as I should, but I like Heroes. It's a good game. I don't play it um, unless I'm playing it with other people, because I hate people. Yeah. Um, so you see a lot of these cross-promotional events, and we'll, we'll go over a couple of these cross-promotional events, some of the stuff that's related to Heroes, because I'm sitting here looking at the list that we assembled, which is by no means comprehensive, and I see Heroes of the Storm, Heroes of the Storm, Heroes of the Storm, uh, Heroes of the Storm, Heroes of the Storm, Heroes of the Storm. I think there's only um, like two in there that isn't Heroes of the Storm related. Yeah, the the ones that the ones that we put down, like the ones we listed, like the only ones that aren't like Heroes of the Storm. It's like the Hearthsteed, which was just after Hearthstone 
launched and, then and they were trying to get people yeah lady liadrin and it's like that was like lady liadrin not so much but the hearthsteed was one that they were really trying to get people to play hearthstone just after it came out of beta uh and which they didn't need to because it, it's making like all the money now period money. even if the player base is salty and all of the streamers that play this game are salty and angry and angsty as fuck except for like kibler let's, let's, let's uh, talk and real toast. again what streamer isn't salty hmm? what streamer isn't salty uh kibler brian kibler i would say brian kibler is not a salty streamer really no i would I'm say he's not a streamer salty so this is my nerd part coming back, but you talked about Magic the Gathering earlier. Brian Kibler was a was a big deal Magic the Gathering player back in the day when he was a very young man. Um, he does not take any of this shit seriously in the slightest. Kibler is honestly one of the one of the most fun streamers I've ever had the pleasure of watching. Like uh, just just watching him play and just watching him because he just sits there, and he eats, and he plays with his dog, and he talks with his wife, and it's just like oh. I probably misplayed that. Oh well. Wait, a streamer that doesn't take it seriously and doesn't get involved in drama? And he's also a pro-level player, too. I thought every streamer out there was just soda popping. Uh, no, not every streamer <laughs> is soda popping or Raynaud. Not everyone out there is soda popping or Raynaud. Um, no, like, I, I, I love watching Brian Kibler. I, like, him and Disguise Toast are, like, in Hearthstone, they are the streamers I will watch. Like, I don't like watching Kriparian. I don't like watching Trump. I don't like watching. Legendary um, Leo. I, I I'll, I'll watch I'll watch uh uh this this and Svaz Savage this Svaz. And I, I butchered those two, I butchered those two names, but I I watch this I watch Svaz I watch Kibler and I'll watch Trump this and Svaz. Not so much, but Trump and Kibler, if I have a chance to, uh, um, Toast and Kibler, sorry, Toast and Kibler, I'll watch them any day of the week, because they're both just fun, and they have a lot of fun with the game. Um, I've noticed Hearthstone streamers seem to have a lot more fun with the game than other streamers for other games. Um, so, but we've seen a lot that me, and me stop fanboying about Brian Kibler, uh, for a few minutes, um. So we've seen a lot of like really interesting cross promotional events. It's mostly focused on Hearthstone. Mm -hmm. uh, they're really, really still trying to get people to play. I feel like the 2.0 update we just went through is going to help draw more people in because it simplified the leveling system. It's given the game more, more, more interaction. Like every time you level, you get a loot box. Hey, have a loot box. This is something they pulled from Overwatch, yeah. which is pulled from other games with the the freemium cosmetic model but that's the thing you don't have to worry about oh i need to spend all this money to get these cool skins because you can get them if from you just play the game enough playing. and you can yeah, all... you play the game enough and with also they've got that new crafting system with the shards which i think is a terrible name they could have came up with something um you've got the shard. shard exactly that's exactly what everyone thinks when they hear shard um you can just craft whatever skin you want you don't have to buy shit yeah and that's great i love that and i love that the fact that they've moved away from that old league of legends model where it's like uh you hey you have to pay a premium to get the skins or the old dota model where it's like hey you have to pay the premium to get the skins At um point league of legends actually has this system now it does it does it has it's the original as the original system where you can buy the skins or you can craft them 
uh, using the other stuff. See, the thing is, Heroes of the Storm is kind of emerging between League and... Well, it's not really even emerging between League. They really did kind of ape League's system uh, in a very heavy way, where there's a certain number of free-to-play heroes that rotate through the week, and you have to buy the heroes otherwise, and then you yeah. have to... With in-game currency. It's a mirror of League system. <clears throat> yeah. But um, if, it don't, if it works, don't fix it. Exactly. Um, if it's a Skinner box, don't fix it. <laughs> It's a Skinner box, like especially League of Legends. When I played League of Legends, it was a goddamn Skinner box. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, WoW is also a goddamn Skinner box, mm-hmm. but that's okay because I've been playing WoW for too long. I'm sucked into this ecosystem, so sucks to be me. Um, we all are. You've seen we what we really all all have, all are. Uh, like so, you know, most of these interactions, these cross promotion events we see are related directly to Heroes of the Storm because Heroes of the Storm is their weakest game. They're trying to promote it and they're trying to get more players into it, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is okay. I'm all right with that. Um, let's see. So, we've talked a little bit about those. Um, let's talk a little bit about the game launches that we've seen. Okay. So this is another thing that Blizzard's been doing, trying to really dig into the other, dig into the fan bases they have for other games. And this is a big deal because for so long, it was just wow. You basically had a six-year stretch where wow was the only major game with current content releasing for it. Because if you think about it, Um, the Diablo expansion... Between Diablo 2, the Diablo expansion, and Diablo 3, it was over a decade. Yep. Uh, you look at um, the Frozen Throne uh, and Reign of Chaos, Warcraft 3. You know, there, there was a long period of time. There was a short, relatively short period of time between those and WoW, but it was still a long period of time when you realized that you didn't really see anything else until StarCraft Wings of Liberty in 2010. There was a six-year gap period there where there was really no other Blizzard properties coming out at the time. Now, somebody's going to correct me, and I'm going to be wrong somewhere in this, and somebody's going to go, oh, well, there's actually five years and a half. And I love to hear that. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm a goddamn idiot. I'm okay with that. You're an idiot. Shut the hell up, you. Um, so you had Wings wow. of Liberty come out. Wings of Liberty uh, came out in 2010. Uh, and kind of started this whole little craziness with all the cross-promotional stuff. Because uh, if you per- if you purchase Wings of Liberty Clutches Edition, you got the Thor mini-pet. Yep. Yep. And that was one of those first things where you got something for another game for buying another Blizzard game. Um, the SC- the StarCraft 2 Clutches Editions uh, have continued that tradition. Uh, you get wings in in D3. You'll get pets in Dia- in uh, Warcraft. You'll gain portraits for like StarCraft 2 or uh, like Heroes of the Storm or things of that nature. Uh, like specifically like Legacy of the Void. You buy Legacy of the Void itself, you get Artanis in Heroes of the Storm for free. You buy Legacy of the Void Collector's Edition, you get the Void Speeder Mountain Heroes of the Storm mm-hmm. for free. Uh, and then, you know, you get, like, wing, you get, like, the Kerrigan wings for Heart of the Swarm and Diablo 3 and things of that nature. Uh, you buy, it's just, and it's something that they've carried over, and, like, the first real big one, besides, like, the Thor mini pet, the Thor mini pet wasn't a big deal. The first real big one has to be one that has been, one that was derided and mocked when it came out. Can I do this one? Yeah, you can go ahead and talk about that one all you want. So, back 
in the mess of cat back in the 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 cataclysm era where we were waiting for the next expansion just uh, there was a cross from there was a promotion that they announced at BlizzCon back in 2011 called the annual pass and then i just hear everyone just screaming out of hatred um this was a, a promotion where if you committed to paying a year of world of warcraft subscription you don't have to pay it in one go it was just committing to paying a year worth of subscription you would get Tyrael's charger mount in world of warcraft you would get diablo mm -hmm. 3 for free you would get access to the recently announced at the time mess of pandaria beta this was the first major cross promotion event that Blizzard had ever done, and it mm -hmm. flopped this was, a little this bit. Was the biggest one. It kind of flopped a little bit. It, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone jumped to it. Everyone jumped for the opportunity to do it, and they made so much money out of it. When it came to the Mesa Pandaria beta, there was a lot of backlash there because they didn't just give everyone access in one go. Bearing in mind, they had one point eight million people. I remember that number. 1.8 million people signed up for the annual pass. Mm -hmm. So obviously they weren't going to just throw that amount of people into the Miss Pandaria beta. People weren't happy about that. Mm -hmm. That was the biggest issue with it, that you didn't just get instantly get your beta access when the beta loaded. They filtered people in in groups. Yeah, and I remember there uh, people were so pissed off about that. But it's like, if you looked at specifically what Blizzard said, it's just like, you get guaranteed access. Doesn't tell you when you're going to get access to it. The amount of people that actually called their banks and had them go back to reverse, reverse the payments. Reverse the charge. Yeah. You're yeah. idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it literally very clearly said... You will be given guaranteed access. Doesn't say you'll be given guaranteed instant guaranteed access. Yep. I'm, it's, now it's not it's not smart. One of the things that because of the backlash we saw out of this, we haven't seen any major WoW promotions like that in a while. Like the only major WoW promotion there is, I don't think we're ever going to again. The only like major thing we've ever we still see is like recruit a friend, and that's about it. They even got rid of the scroll of resurrection thing. Yeah, Scroll of Resurrection was one of the ones I was going to talk about. Scroll of Resurrection, Annual Pass, things like that. They got rid of those. And that was sad, because Scroll of Resurrection was awesome, because you, know, is, you can get free game time. You can't do Scroll of Resurrection anymore, because every account is active up to level 20. At all times. At all time. Yep. There is never an inactive mm -hmm. account anymore. Yep. So that's one of the Which reasons is... they got rid of it, because you, you physically can't do it anymore. I know, but some of the bonuses for that, man. Oh, it was so good. The bonuses were great. Yeah, I, I regret not having a recruiter friend on my account uh, for because I had a chance to get the Zebra. I have every single recruiter friend first one. Mine, and I'm missing one pet on my my European account. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> um, and I never got the X X23 touring rocket. I wish I had the X23 touring rocket. You can get huh? all of them again. Ax all of the mounts are available and shit again. I know, but still, you just need to actually you know be nice to people and have friends. <laughs> or I could just fucking. <laughs> do another account for a little while yeah you'd have to do quite a few. blizzard doesn't know blizzard doesn't know what i'm talking about <laughs> you'd have to do quite a few to get all of them i know to get all of them but it's like the x23 touring mount is the main one i've always wanted because it's a two-seater flying mount yeah come on man yeah uh i've got yeah. the sandstorm yeah. drake so 
I I have I'm still building my Onyx uh Panther. I downright refuse to build that thing. Fuck that. It's so expensive. It's expensive as hell. It's expensive as hell. But it's like I I'm 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 farming Heart of Fear twenty five heroic for the Motes of Harmony. So uh all I have to do is just go out and farm Ghost Iron because my alchemist can convert you that need into trillion. Build so. every mount twice if you want all the mounts. I don't want all the mounts. I don't care about the other ones. I don't care about the rest of Voltron. I just want the uh the black one. That's <laughs> racist, yo. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, we don't. We haven't seen like promotions like this in no. WoW in a while. It, it's all the smaller cross promotional events that we've seen nowadays. Again, most and that's actually kind of sad. That's actually kind of sad. It is because the the annual pass was a solid idea. It's just the backlash that came from the community not understanding how to read basic English. Fuck and Blizzard the community over. being a. F- a bunch of goddamn idiots and yeah. a bunch of whiners. And let's be honest, this is the internet. Everyone is a whiner. Yep. We can whine. We do it. We whine all the time. We whine and bitch and moan all the time. We're, we're, we're whining right now about the whiners. We are indeed <laughs> complaining about the complainers at this as we speak. Um, but it's like I love the cross promotional stuff Blizzard does these days. I love it. It's great. If you are, if you love StarCraft two and you love portraits, you buy collector's editions. It sucks that you know you can't get those portraits other ways, like through the game. But at the same time, if you like, if you like all Blizzard IPs, like I do, if you play Hearthstone, if you play Heroes, you play StarCraft two, you play Diablo, you play World of Warcraft. It's not going to do you any damage to buy. The collector's editions for other stuff. I'm gonna, I'm, or do the pre-purchases and things like that. I'm going to repeat what I said before we were recording. With the amount mm-hmm. of cross-promotion and how well the cross-promotion is done by Blizzard, they are essentially turning all of their games into the Marvel Cinematic Universe of Blizzard. It's a good thing. Yep, yep. You, need to, you need to do this to get this, and even if it means you don't like this particular character, it still means that, you know, if you really want this thing, you have to do it. Not a you, have, you have to sit. You have to sit through uh, a Mark Ruffalo Hulk to get to uh, Paul Rudd as Ant Man. I like Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. I don't. Ed Norton. Ed Norton. You shut your mouth. Mark was really Even though, good. See, the funny thing is, is that um, uh, the Ed Norton Hulk movie is still technically considered part of the MCU canon. It's still considered MCU canon. Yep. Despite the fact that the character has changed, which you know they they are going to have a hard time doing. If anybody else drops out at some point. I think they'll just kill them off. <laughs> They're probably going to have to. They're already starting to move that way with the new Avengers movies. Uh, yeah. with, with the new Avengers and everything. That's beside the point. That's a completely separate conversation we can have at another point in time. Um, I like the cross-promotional events. They're fun. I don't feel like I have to complete them. Yeah, you don't have like, to. If it's for something... If you want I'm a completionist. Like I am a completionist. Stuff. For me... The ones I will 100% do, anything in regards to a mount. Because I'm a mount collector, it's what I do. And heroes, I'm a mountain pet collector, yeah. And heroes in World of Warcraft, I want all those shiny mounts, it's what I do. Um, so yep. that's what I'm gonna, that's what I focus on. But I won't do the ones that are like, um, the, the gold, the Graves Golem pet. I, well, I got that purely because I was playing Heroes of the Storm. I didn't went, go out of my way to get that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hearthsteed, I got that just for playing. Hearthsteed, I got I that was just already... for playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lady Leandra got that just for 
playing. Uh, Ironside Direwolf got that just Mafia's for playing. Fan- Phantom Mountain Heroes, I got that just for playing Diablo. Yep, yeah, it's like, so I'm doing these things because I want to. A lot of it feels very organic, and organic, that's great. yeah, that's the best word to describe it. It, it's it's you're doing these things anyways in these other games now i know people are gonna bitch about well nexus challenge one required you to do 30 games and that was so boring i didn't want anything except the oni genji skin because i play overwatch and heroes sucks it's like you don't have to have the skin dude the skin is not a necessity nope. it doesn't give you any additional power it doesn't improve your gameplay in any way shape or form it just makes like, you look I mean, pretty yeah I, it's not gonna kill you to go do 15 minutes, 15 minutes a day of bot games where you can get three games done in, a, in 15 minutes. Three games done in 15 to 20 minutes. It's not going to kill you to play three bot games a day. for the Because that, that event ran for what? God, like um, two months almost well, or something like the that? The one thing I will say about the 2.0 version, and you and I spoke about mm-hmm. this, I think, when it launched, that mm-hmm. you don't get the only Genji skin in Heroes as well. Yeah, that was really stupid. I, I really thought that was they a drop ball right there. should have tied both. That would have been they really, really good. tied it into both. I, I was very disappointed in that. I was just like, ah, I could actually do I this get the Onigenji skin. I'll be okay with that. You do get three extra mounts though. If you had already done last the last Nexus challenge, you only got three mm-hmm. mount variants. Now you get six. Mm-hmm. You get the other mount variants that are available for it now. So you get some okay get with that. Three mounts. That's why I was happy. <laughs> I know you're happy, but there's no achievements in it though. Oh, the, I want achievements in Heroes. I'm not gonna lie, I want achievements. I'm an achievement. You just want to see your EP. You I want to see your EP get big. I have 20k achievement points on my my European account on WoW. I want more. Uh, I go farming for achievements whenever I can. I want heroes to have achievements. That's my boredom point. Is when I'm like, oh, I've got nothing better to do. Let's go farm achievements. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got like 17k, I think, or something like that. So I just, like, oh my god, kill me now. Um, so yeah, I mean. Overall, overall, I am okay with the cross-promotional stuff. Some people hate it. There's a lot of, there's a very vocal group that hates cross-promotional events. I like them. It drives me into playing things that I wouldn't be doing. Like, I'll go play, I went and played Overwatch during the Uprising event very recently, which uh, tomorrow's the last day of. I played Overwatch more than I played Overwatch in any other point in time recently, because of the uprising event because it was just it was just fun i mean there wasn't any cross promotionals for it but it's like oh hey it's an event i'll go play the event you know i just thought of another reason why heroes is their centerpiece for cross promotion Hmm. because it does draw on everybody no because the game is literally blizzard cross promotion i i just i just said that because it draws in everybody it draws in all universes that that's i didn't understand the way you put it my apologies i probably didn't uh make that clear either so it's okay but yeah, uh, but yeah it is it is their cross promotion the game. It's literally cross promotion the game, yeah. And, and this is this is Spaceballs to the search for more money. The game. <laughs> is that a real okay? movie? Is there, is there a, what was now? there a Spaceballs 2? No. Mel Brooks has been trying to do Spaceballs 2 the search for more money for years. I loved Spaceballs, it was so good. He has been trying to do another one for years, and there was some talk about it not too long ago, but we'll see. I, I would love to see Space Wolves 2, The Search for More Money, and just making fun of the current crop of uh, Star Wars movies. Uh, Brooks is getting not, he's getting up there in age, so uh, we'll have to see. It's fine. Um, he, can be the, he can be our, yeah. uh, our look. Pullman is still alive. Candy's dead. <laughs> um, Joan Rivers is dead, I think. Is Joan Rivers dead? Joan Rivers is dead. Rest her soul. Joan Rivers is dead, so it's like, uh, oh, oh, god, uh, 
Joan Rivers was like Zaniga? the best human what, what was her being on the planet. What was her name? Uh, Zaniga? Yeah, Zaniga. Her last name is Zaniga. This is the woman who played uh, Princess. Oh, God. The name is just escaping me. But I Daphne know who you're Zuniga. talking about. Daphne Zaniga. Daphne Zaniga is alive and Bill Pullman's alive. So there's hope. There's a new hope. There is a new hope. And the search for more money. Uh, with the space balls, the flamethrower. Kids love that one. Um, so, cross promotion is good. I love cross promotions. It gives me a reason to play some of the games that I don't play as often. Uh, that's my final thought on that. Yeah, cross promotion is the the way Blizzard sets it up. It's absolutely fantastic. It's it's very organic, as you said earlier. It's encourages you to play stuff you don't play often. I don't really play Hearthstone, so I'm kind of hoping they throw some more Hearthstone cross promotions Throw in a bone there. out to Hearthstone. Or a little more uh, StarCraft ones, because I don't play these games because I'm not very good at them, but I, you know, I'll jump in and do some stuff. The funny thing is, is that other players, players that actually love the games, like really heavily love those games, hate when cross promotions come up. Yeah. They hate it. Yeah. You will see so much salt on the forums when a cross-promotion goes live because people are like, oh my god, my game's going to be fucked up now because people, I'm going to have all these scrub-ass noobs coming in. Noobs, god. Oh my god, I hate my life. Mom, get me some Hot Pockets. Mom, bathroom. Mom. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, we all remember that episode. Um, so, yeah. I think we've kind of rambled on long enough for that. Um, any final thoughts? Any other final thoughts for this? Kevin's going to kill us. He is. Uh, 2.0 was fantastic. That's my final thought for that. 2.0 was uh, amazing. We both had salt-free weeks. That's fantastic. Except for me, you know, swearing a blood oath on the auction house. <clears throat> Can't believe you did that. I did. I did swear a blood oath. I really did. <sighs> um, so, um... Final thoughts for the show, period. Any last words? Um, don't be an asshole in regards to cross-promotion. People are allowed to play whatever the hell they want, even if they suck at it. Don't be don't be a cunt. I'm going to mirror that. Cross-promotions are fantastic because they bring people into the game. You may get only one out of every ten people will keep playing the game, but that means that your population just increased by one goddamn player. Be happy, especially in games like Heroes where the population is so damn low. All right, yeah. so shut your damn mouths. With that, that's going to be our show for the week, folks. To talk to us at any time during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at underscore Akari. Sorry, is Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. My name is at Gavril with two I's underscore ET. The show is emailable at azerothctc at gmail.com. You can visit our website. It's www.azerothctc.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever podcasting format you go through. We'd love to hear from you because you don't talk to us at all. Yeah. With that, uh, that's going to be it. Say goodnight, Gracie. Night, Gracie.